T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Time, so I want to bring in our guest really quickly here, Stan Twardy. Uh, attorney with Dave Pitney, former U.S. attorney. Uh, Stan, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Fine, Brian. Yourself? I'm really happy to have you on the program. And, you know, I, I tend to gravitate toward questions that I'm just naturally curious about, even if they're ignorant. So you have to forgive me on a couple of fronts here. And you were a U.S. attorney. Now, first of all, did you hire John Durham? I did not hire John okay. Durham. I was U.S. attorney during the Reagan and Bush administrations. John was in the office. Uh, I did promote John to uh, chief of the criminal division. Uh, when I was U.S. Attorney, and so I've known him since 1985 when I when I became U.S. Attorney. And, you, I mean, without putting character in it, but he's very good at what he does. He's outstanding. Okay. He's outstanding, a man of great, great integrity and an outstanding lawyer. So when it comes to something like this, can, can a president say to the Attorney General, I want to look into this, find somebody to look into this, and then the Attorney General can go and tell somebody to look into it? And that's what did happen during the, the Trump administration, and uh, Attorney General Barr uh, named John as special counsel. Um, you know, that law has changed. Uh, you know, the, the, there was a special prosecutor law that came into play after Watergate many, many years ago that, uh, that then lapsed after uh, the Clinton administration when, uh, uh, you know, the, the Ken Starr looked into, into Clinton uh, and, and what he was doing. Now it's a statutory appointment uh, by the Attorney General. Uh, and you know, Attorney General Garland could have revoked it, uh, but I think you know kept it going because uh, there was a, a reason for uh, for people to, to need to know. I should say, uh, you know, what what was there any there there uh, in in these allegations? And I think Garland had to do it too because if he didn't, if he, if he shut it down, it would have really smacked of politics, right? Correct. So Correct. he really, for fairness, had to do it for credibility. Now, you know, the Igor Danchenko was acquitted. Uh, and then I think they only had one guilty plea on something. I, I, I guess what's the takeaway if we went through this whole thing? I don't know any of the credibility of the Steele dossier, so I can't speak to it, right? But I'm just curious. This really ended, you know, not with a flourish. And so I'm curious what the ultimate takeaway is. Sure. So a couple things. One is there was a, um, a guilty plea uh, to, a, a, I believe, it was an obstruction of justice or a, a false statement to a, an agent. There were two acquittals, uh, Denchenko and Attorney Sussman. Uh, and I think the takeaway is that uh, the evidence that was presented to the, the juries in both cases, uh, you know, the jurors found that there was no there there. Uh, that while there, you know, and as you pointed out, Brian, who knows about the Steele dossier and, you know, the, the credentials there, but there was no violations of federal law. Uh, uh, you know, the, the juries found there was no violations of federal law. Uh, and either what Mr. Sussman did when he went to the FBI to talk about uh, the Steele dossier, or Danchenko and what he, you know, provided uh, in in the dossier. Uh, and you know, I think you, we will find out some more too, because uh, John is is writing a report. Uh, but I think that you know, again, it's important that the public got to see, and the public through the eyes at least of the jurors, uh, got to see what evidence was there. 
Uh, and, you know, what, was there a deep state? And, you know, based upon what the jurors found, there was no deep state there that was uh, trying to trying to protect but, the, President Trump. Yeah, we're talking with Stan Twardy from Dave Pitney, former U.S. attorney. The irony is, Stan, that depending on what side of the, 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 yes. the spectrum you're on, a lot of people still think that there was some, some connection between Trump and Russia. If it wasn't collusion, it was somehow that they feel like Russia had something on Trump. And then on the other side, there's a lot of people that clearly think that there was some sort of coordinated effort to, to, to get Trump out. So, I mean, it's hard to, to go against people, whatever the facts of this case are, people still feel, feel strongly about both of those things. So, Brian, unfortunately, I think that reflects where we are, you know, in this country at this point. It's, you know, it, it's either you are for or you're against Trump. You know, there's no, there's no gray area. Uh, you know, I think people will perceive uh, the results the, the way they want to on each. You know, that, that folks went to the Mueller report and thought, my God, you know, uh, Trump, Trump was uh, guilty, uh, guilty there. Uh, and, and then people will t- now take a look at, uh, notwithstanding the uh, verdicts in Dushenko, uh and Sussman, that there was a deep state. The FBI was trying to oust, uh, oust Trump. So, again, I think, unfortunately, it reflects the, the, the society where we are at this point. I have two two questions. Or one is semi on topic, and if you if you want to defer or punt on it, I totally understand. And the other one has to do with here in Connecticut, though. With all of the things going on in terms of investigations with Trump, and there's no, it's hard to do it from you know the different investigations in New York to the Jan Six Committee. Um, I, I'm just curious of what your overall view is on all of the litigation going on surrounding the Trump universe. Well, I think my my view is until we actually you know see some charges brought that you know we don't really know what's going on, but it is typical. It is you know uh, Donald Trump before he became president was in in real estate and was very litigious in real estate, and I think he's just somebody who uh, you know throughout his whole his whole career uh, professional career has engendered litigation, and I, there's, there is more of it too. And obviously, people feel very strongly one way or the other uh, on this. Uh, we'll see what happens in New York. We'll see what happens with the January 6th, um, you know, whether or not the Justice Department does anything with that. And also with the, you know, the documents down at Mar-a-Lago, uh, which, uh, you know, could be the, uh, you know, the most serious, uh, or it could be very serious, because depending on what the documents were that were there. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot we don't know about what's going on there. It's been quiet. Usually, as you well know, usually when things are quiet, that means people are really working on something. So uh, I'm sure we'll have some news flow on that at some point. Stan Twardy is an attorney with Dave Pitney, former U.S. attorney here in Connecticut. And speaking of Connecticut, I don't know the extent of stuff you've been asked to look into. I know there's something you did for, for Lamont. But what about corruption in Connecticut? How There's so much federal money sloshing around this country and in Connecticut. How can And we know all the corruption with with the PPP stuff, that right. how worried are you about the way things? And this is not necessarily an indictment of any sitting politician necessarily, but I'm just curious. Uh, how worried are you about corruption in our state? Listen, I think one has to be worried about corruption anywhere, wherever there's lots of money. People, you know, people, people get tempted, uh, and some people are strong, and some people aren't. And uh, obviously, with with money flowing around, as as you point out. Uh, you know there there are folks who's who who get their fingers on, on that money uh, improperly. You know I I'm again not knowing anybody you know any specific investigation. Uh, you know that it's hard to tell. But whenever you have money flowing, you're going to have you're going to have some corruption. I think Connecticut 
by and large, has, has historically been pretty clean. Obviously, we've had some, uh, you know, we've had, had some serious uh, uh, problems with, you know, former Governor Rowland, for example, in Waterbury. We've had, you know, some, some issues there, Bridgeport. Uh, but, you know, by and large, I don't, you know, at one point, there was a, the nickname for Connecticut was Corrupticut, uh, <laughs> you know, which, you know, maybe 10, 15 years ago. Uh, but I think you know right, right, right now it's it's relatively mild here. Again, I don't know what the current U.S. attorney um, is looking at if they are looking at anything. Uh, but um, you know it, it, that is something that, that one needs to be worried about. But as they say, I, I have a great deal of faith in, in the people here in Connecticut and, and our elected officials. Now I always say uh, we were out of time. I was I was basically going to make the point. You know, as as a journalist, I always say that as a TV person, I would say if something came out of my mouth. It may not be my fault that if it's wrong, but it's still my responsibility, yeah. you know, and, and I feel the same as in government, even if somebody's not attached to whatever that corruption is, if you're still sort of run the show, it's still your responsibility. I mean, is that how you view it? Yeah, but it depends on what, you know, in, in, in any organization, uh, there are going to be people, low-level people or you know, mid-level people who are doing things that are hiding it. There's no, you know, Governor Lamont or whatever of the governors can't know about what every single public servant is doing in Connecticut, you know, and a mayor cannot know what everybody's doing there. The question is whether or not you have safeguards in place, you know, and what you do when you do find the wrongdoing. Uh, you know, and, and, and again, the, the investigation that I did for Governor Lamont had nothing to do with criminal wrongdoing, corruption. That was that separate and apart involving, you know, some of the same players. Uh, but, you know, as long as somebody acts quickly when there is something that, that goes wrong, that's all you can do. Yeah. Stan, it's great to talk to you. Nice talking to you, Brian. Really, really appreciate the time. Stan Twardy, attorney with Dave Pitney, former U.S. attorney. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.